0: From that moment forth, we can always use our words. That's exactly one of those things that we have as a people. So welcome again, and I look forward to hearing from you. Welcome, welcome. Welcome back to my lovely IHP community. We continue our channeled guidance for the day, with relationships, this amazing oversoul, the ability for the 5DC person, those of us in the Enlightenment Soul Age group to be in a very unique space. So when we talk about oversoul pieces, you can think of it as your family your friends, very down to earth. For again, the Enlightenment Soul Age group, this is pretty straightforward. What's also straightforward is the beautiful blend of the spiritual elements that accompany the wholeness of being a person with spirituality the word spirituality you can learn about it from a person who's a guru sad guru he is a model of what it means to be full consciousness obviously um he wouldn't be a guru otherwise but there's more to him than just that humanly speaking he supports the planet with all of the different things he's done if you look you know around the enlightenment soul age group will know what i'm talking about is what i'm saying because i'm thinking of all these other gurus that people of other soul age groups have looked to and there's nothing that i'm uh remarking if you will on the gurus themselves the spirituality leaders are in their enlightenment obviously otherwise they would not be able to be in uh, a leadership position as that but what i'm trying to say is Sadhguru stands out and in a particular way and the enlightenment soul age group person again will note because we're connected to full consciousness so there's the communion with truth that a person who does not have those lenses that we talk about so Sadhguru talks of it as the personality and you putting it to the side when you are in that complete spiritual process. I will use the word, the adaptive child lenses of a person who does not realize that they have a personality with a family, with a history, with trauma, with everything that is about being a person, human being. It's a beautiful word. In my book, I use it often and people say, that's so weird. Well, of course we're humans. And I'm like, well, it really doesn't seem like people understand what it means to be human because when it comes to being vulnerable and their emotions, apparently I'm the only one who has an ego in town. No, it's not the case anymore, actually. Those lovely 5DC people out there, again, Sadhguru, definitely enlightenment is there. Um, and I'm still looking to pinpoint others that are online but I, I have been busy with doing other stuff <laughs> so I'll keep you posted and um, if anyone stands out in particular when it comes to the enlightenment soul age group in the meantime what I was trying to get at is intuitively and through experiences uh, declares so the metaphysics as a terrorism world that I have been part of for quite some time the astrology the uh clear audience clairvoyance clear sound all these clairs these words that are used to express concepts that i will find out at one point how science is looking into them telepathy is one of those but i have yet to read the technical components to a book that i was given we have a great um relationship with our relationships <laughs> we have a great insight i'm trying to find the words because right now bunch of my oversoul pieces are coming to my mind and i'm and i'm fixated on one specific uh this soulmate connection and a couple of interesting things that take place which when you are used to synchronicity to flow to already knowing you you kind of know that you don't know everything but you know that you know some things right so this is the beauty of when you're an actual 5dc person which means you're in this enlightenment soul age group and vibration and all of it. We don't try to prove anything to anyone because life isn't something you prove to people. When it comes to the inclined person that I am, it is thanks to all my loved ones that I get to be more loving than I've ever been. But it's thanks to my heart, my body, my ability to take what moments to moments to moments of unknown, unexpected, and even unwanted. And here's where it always reminds me of the song As a Teenager by Elvis, I Love Elvis, You Only Hurt the Ones You Love, where I was like, this is really true because I don't remember how many different things had taken place, or maybe it was just a teenage boyfriend being a cheater, all the friends not saying anything, whichever one of those situations is going down. But in my heart of hearts, there was one thing that stuck true which is well you know it's okay because everybody loves in their own way you know it's it's not really that you hurt if you if you really go and look at it because then you could see like i can always see the growth that comes expansion that comes so again a 5bc person does not know shame blame fault revenge furthermore uh just the idea of hurting emotionally speaking a person it it's like it's you know how superman has kryptonite yeah I don't know what to tell you and you know this is the part that uh, was clear to me for who I am and how I am as a teenager and then you know moving forward from that and when it came to making this choice it was very clear for me what I was doing as I was going through these experiences and I made the conscious choice of well I'm not going to hide the love that I am the love that I feel for people just because they don't know how to be unconditionally loving why would i stop being why would i stop being something that i am because of others especially others that are hurting not only people they love but they apparently have an excuse for it somehow <laughs> which isn't an excuse though they have a valid reason they're genuinely expressing and here's where those protector lens comes on which is why there is no way in hell you'll find me talking to anyone about their protector lenses. And I mean, it used to be that way, but now that I know what the technical wording is, like I know psychoeducationally speaking, and you know, if before there was a depth of knowing, now it's like that, it's instantaneous. And it's not going to be something that enlightenment gets involved in because it's very clear to me, if you're an adult at a certain point, that you're gonna be making certain choices and I don't need to be a part of your demise because what it is is a person that is uh, in their own demise because when you hurt yourself and others, it doesn't matter what you want to call it, the people who do love, it hurts us to see people hurting each other. I cannot personally hurt, emotionally speaking, a person. If they're physically threatening, I will protect myself to the best of my ability. Other than that, I was a teenager And uh, it was clearly made to me all on my own. So, you know, this is where it's not uh, being kind. Enlightenment Soul Age Group, people, we're not kind. We just love life because we are life and we understand what it means to feel. And so we made the choice. It's not about digging any hole or suffering that sentence, man. I swear, whenever I think of certain sentences, I'm like, dude, you guys are just perpetuating this this little storyline that people think makes them heroes. (laughs) It makes them nothing remotely near hero. If you want to be a true hero, you you know be a different hero than the 3D, 4D villain, not villain, because we already got the movies. We don't need you to be participating. But then again, they believe in evil, so hey, who am I to speak? <laughs> Let them keep doing their stuff. This is the the part. Uh, those of us who are here, we're not going to use our time. In the lower toroidal field, other people with their protectors can uh, stay there. Here's a couple of Sadhguru quotes before we keep moving forward. If you stop your mental muddle, life is a bliss. Oh, yeah, definitely. And if you throw stop throwing mental shit around, then you might you know have some blissfulness come around you as well. Uh, Sadhguru gives... Um, a simple process that you can incorporate into your daily routine to get in touch with the Akashic intelligence so that it works for you. I'm not going to read the process, but I am going to read to you something that is more inclined to uh, Enlightenment soul age group material. Today, modern science is recognizing that there is something called as Akashic intelligence that is empty space has a certain intelligence so here's the thing 5dc people we're connected to this empty space it's the uh, darkness unknown of shiva so we're not afraid of sitting in empty space in fact not not even a little bit again it's it's hypothetical the darkness you don't see darkness I'm, i'm looking at light right now but we sit in this space of unknown uncertainty even when the unwanted happens we're sitting in akashic intelligence we're like ah I know some things are happening, it's very interesting. We can, we can feel like the pot bubbling and we're curious about what's coming, <laughs> even when we don't know. And actually, you know, the thing is, you do know in what uh, direction things are coming because I can tell the difference thanks to experiences with my lovely relationships and the maturity to know about human spiritual and spirituality elements and I can tell you it is clear. My gut already knew what I always what is coming time again and again and again. When I look back it told me I just couldn't obviously know the depths of whatever was coming and and because you don't you don't know until it's happening. So we're not afraid of it cuz we're all a big ball of energy and akashic intelligence is that it's energy. There is no you know figure. It's the people that choose to get into these conspiracy theories into specific types of material, watch movies. If you fill your brain with all these images, you can't expect that those will not come in your dream state or in your navigating consciousness in the Akash because you're watching a bunch of stuff that's gonna give you away. Your mind's gonna learn how to process your own tapping into Akash. Well, guess what? You believe in uh, energy vampires you're going to see a vampire aren't you if you believe in the fact that we all have a nervous system and a brain and people that are in a lower toroidal field vibration have shame blame fault revenge loops because they are individuals who have trauma and need support instead of your labeling you know so this is where I, Kali comes into the mix 4d community needs to stop labeling people energy vampires needs to stop labeling people karmics they're also using the word erroneously they need to stop saying that's a negative human being it's a person who may have certain behavior traits their behavior traits are the indication of their attachment style are the indication of in fact attitudes that are behaviors that are limited because of their implicit memory system having been organized by a 10 12 month person and that then became part of the reality the history of every one of us is part of our reality because it's here and now plus the implicit memory system every person i function the same way especially a neurotypical person so there you go uh what else whether this intelligence works for you or against you will determine the nature of your life Whether you are blessed being or one who is going to be knocked around for the rest of your life. Some people seem to be hammered around by life for no reason, while others seem to be blessed with everything. It is not for no reason. It is your ability, either consciously or unconsciously, to be able to get the cooperation of this larger intelligence which is functioning. Now, I'm not going to read to you the process because here's where the enlightenment soul age group person is already connected to Akashic intelligence. And since this is the voice of that perspective and for those who are inclined to be in that place, I'm going to break something down, this stuff, in a very different way. We are each an oversoul and really we're big oversoul because this Akashic intelligence is energy you can't separate energy (laughs) it's all around you this empty space so the minute that you're understanding that you and i and we communicate through these right brain right brain through what we vibe and and what you vibe will be something you think you think you feel your nervous system is on if it's offline you still are thinking and feeling your story will still come through which is why a person can uh, pick up on a lower vibration person. I can pick up on people that are in specific vibration. I can pick up on all people actually. And for those who I'm picking up on that are leading certain lifestyles, there are times where I, in my mind's eye, can see certain types of ways the energy is expressed. It is not something scary. In fact, those people are uh, people who have shame cycles inner critic outer critic they deny with their addictions sex drugs food alcohol in fact these are excess this is why they're addictions they use them to soothe their highs and lows uh, and then they withdraw their isolation though is not where they withdraw from in the mountains no no they continue to go through their uh, circles and it's very interesting because yeah they get hammered around by life but really, they're not being hammered around, and they don't need to cooperate with the larger intelligence because before they can cooperate with anything, what they want to go and start finding out is how to achieve inner well being from a psychological, emotional, and physiological perspective, the human way, so that they can understand that what is going on is that if you have relationships that are, let's hypothetically say, toxic because you're not actually feeling expanded or let's say you know i saw this thing a couple days ago which is an indication to me of when people are just going to repeat their cycle so they're going to be in a place of solace at one point or another but they're not necessarily going to know how it is to vibe at that enlightenment vibration let alone uh, expanded consciousness in the 5d self-empowered enlightened Perspective, so infinite higher human potential. Um, that means they're going to be limited to, you know, the social conversations, the the relationships, the gossip, what what people see on TV, the drama stuff. They're going to think of life like that. The reality is full of the younger charged parts plus their older person, which is there. But you know, that connectedness to their higher self is only with whatever they've identified with as their quote-unquote false light if you will they all have a mission so remember the adaptive child it's not like they sit there no no they shout really loudly at that Um, and they then will continue with their again highs and lows being hammered so they're being thrown left and right but they're choosing certain things Um, and I am very much a person who believes in intellect being able to help anyone who really just sits down and looks at themselves and says did I am I acting and thinking meaning speaking and feeling in um in a way that makes me wake up every day happy do do I see certain things or am I potentially speaking out of my ass uh emotionally I don't even know what to put in that one and then actions it's just like again a It is like a zombie-like, it's a zombie, which is why when the psychoeducator was saying, this is really when people ruminate, they're in a prison. The mental prison is something that a person can actually see if only they got out of their being uh, in oh, I'm horrible, or oh, they're horrible, because it's inner critic or outer critic. Then it's, let me go drink it off, repeat what soothed me last time, fuck it off or let me withdraw whichever one it is and that's about it life is this it's shitty so you don't need to cooperate again with the intelligence it's not a magic wand because in order for you to one cooperate with this akashic intelligence there is first getting to connect with your higher self which would be you being able to tend to your charged states those adaptive children the, the self-preserving protector teenager with the younger flight and the freeze and then the, you know, shame, all of them, all of them, or however many you identify. With the knowledge of just a little bit of description, I got regular day-to-day people saying, ah, you know, I can see this one and this one when I do this, this, this. It doesn't take geniuses to figure out why you are feeling a certain way once you hear a description. What it takes is a little bit of goodwill or actually a lot of goodwill for a person to say, you know what, this isn't shitty. I've been given an answer to how I can make one the best of all of my relationships by doing what? By being me, the adult version of me, though, because now that psychoeducators and neurobiology, neuroscience and all these topics, if only they looked a little bit harder, just a little bit instead of, oh, everyone's a sheep. You know how much I laugh when I when I hear that, like I just laugh because I just found another sheep is what I laugh about. Anytime somebody wants to insult humanity, they're insulting themselves. So inside I laugh. But um, the action that I saw that I wanted to use that makes me a little bit sad because obviously it means that I got a couple data points indicating that there's gonna be a repeat cycle for this person, so this is gonna be a sad thing for them. But you know, you never know, right? uh they are getting some support so professional support that is even though it's not an actual person who knows about the somatic or experiential approach so that's very unfortunate but um basically remember the story i told you guys there's this person that i uh, interacted with who had been put into situation by his friends which i said that's really shitty because it's physically endangering what they did so these two individuals that I actually don't appreciate much because they they I mean they're in the same boat they need the same support the difference is they are claiming one actually lied about not being friends with the person because they heard me Uh, upset at the behavior of this individual since they were slamming their hand very hard on a bar you know uh, table and it's very um, for a person like me it's uncomfortable to have any type of violence nearby because I'm small so it makes me uncomfortable and also find it highly um, unsafe since there's no security guard at the pub so you know (laughs) it's kind of like one of those things when you got a drunk that's being loud and is having a heavy hand it's not again one plus one equals two so I'm sure a lot of other people oh no big deal yeah okay for you I guess you don't know the difference between what is a potential escalation versus you know a nice and uh, great time so the other per- this person lied about not knowing this individual which is very crappy you're lying about knowing your friend to another person because you heard this person actually say something versus maybe defend your friend, he's not really well, or you know, a, a something different. I don't know, like not lying about the m- amount of time that you know them. So that's very poor behavior in my book. Because if I have a friend who's having issues, which and I have one of my friends, I'll use me, is actually a person that some of the people in this place they have come to me with, uh, you know, get a hold, get a hand of your friend, and and she's not somebody I'm always around, so she's not going to listen to me, but I will more than gladly try to help her, uh, and I told the person who said. me what they said I said I had thought of you I wasn't able to get her to come with me because I was distracted by her other friend who keeps wanting to talk to me and I didn't really want to talk to him I was talking to my girlfriend but he just you know I I had to be polite so I explained myself not because it's my responsibility to tend to this friend but I did want to tend to my girlfriend not to have this meaningless conversation with another person who I don't even know why they're there or why they wanted to talk to me because it seemed pretty futile, that conversation. So it was, it's always interesting to me when somebody wants to chit chat without talking about meaningful stuff. So I don't do weather talk, you know, and that's what this was, it was weather talk. Plus they also were trying to get me to help them to figure some things out, which I'm like, but you don't, you know, long story short, I wanted to help my friend and what I said to this person I said look they're a great person they went through a physically and psychologically abusive relationship they are not themselves they're not a negative person I know that your dog because this person's dog doesn't like this woman and that's why I wanted to intervene because the dog was barking and this woman does not know how to back off for some reason but it's because she's also a trainer of dogs so she keeps wanting to try and, and train this dog and this dog doesn't like her which probably it's because my other friend here, his owner doesn't like her so long story short the example is I defended my friend and I said I'm not justifying I understand and next time I'll do my best to try and make sure that I can handle this situation if I am present the man who said I don't know him I haven't seen him for 19 years not only did they exaggerate (laughs) I haven't seen him since high school they lied and that's because they felt ashamed and that's sad because your friend has issues there's nothing to be ashamed about but there again who knows what type of friend you are and what kind of shame cycle you're in because you with your other friend you know the other friend I really don't enjoy at all i don't feel that their person who brings a good set of people if you will it's one of those people that with them has people that can get loud and more than just loud you just and i don't like having these feelings because it's not nice but unfortunately it is what it is so the other person i don't even want to engage with and those two people are not nice people with their friend They actually created physical potential harm for this person, which is something that I can't get involved in because, I mean, even if you wanted to call the cops, nothing happened. There's nothing that I can remotely do at all in any situation. And so long story short, though, these two individuals, which in my book are not uh, people that will bring empowerment, enlightenment, joy, love, people that care about the well-being of the people people that hang out there, the owners that are there. They don't care about the well-being of others. It's not because they're bad people. These are people. They just lead a lifestyle that they are a-okay with doing because they don't actually know in a technical term that their lifestyle is an indication of not only trauma, but a lot more elements that require social workers, psychologists, psychiatrists, you name it. I'd have a book of people that I know that these people could benefit from in their complete wellness. And here's why sometimes there are conversations that people have when it comes to future. And all I know is that human evolution always leads to expanding consciousness. And what I get to see from the neuroscience, neurobiology, the psychoeducators, and like when I hear Gabor Matei making way in the trending topics, I love that. Because every person is at one point or another gonna find out that any addiction, sex, drugs, food, alcohol, but in a way that is what people want to only equate to the uh, medieval times, and what is that, gluttony, um, there's that other word, i can't remember but you know here's where the 4d 3d community they use a a name calling i don't use a name calling i'm going to use something that's a lot more in my book intellectually speaking important because if i were 42 and i'd figure out that there's a way that i can get out of this situation or basically if i'm presented guess what you have either an inflated ego or a not inflated ego so you're either in a shame blame fault or revenge cycle you're in basically a not well-to-do place with yourself physically mentally emotionally your behavior has a reason why and it ain't called you're badass you ain't no badass oh no 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 you're far from badass same thing goes for any arrogant quote-unquote prick that doesn't remotely touch let's say drugs food or alcohol because I'm thinking of the whole there's a whole other spectrum they're in the same book too does this have to do with relationships all relationships are important so if a person is hanging out with people and actually being welcoming and seeking to be around those very individuals who are not caring for a friend in a very important way well then we've got a couple of things going on blinders not to say like big blinders but really what we have is a pattern Shame, blame, fault, revenge. What we have are patterns of inner critic, outer critic, denying, and withdrawing. What we have are patterns of trauma bonding or trauma attachment or call it what you will. So we don't have energy vampires. We don't have dark auras. There ain't no negativity in that bar or pop. No, no. There's plenty of amazing people. And then there's also plenty of people that could use great, great mental health professionals, the ones that I learned from. They could use a whole webinar or you know, just sitting them down and having all these people present to them in a fun way why they are how they are and how they could benefit from working with somebody. But at the end of the day, right here is where that's not the way that things play out because people choose. If they want to be hammered around by life for no reason, there is a reason. They're ignoring their choices or if they want to move into a state of blissfulness, which isn't necessarily where everything outside of you is taking place in a way that no, blissfulness is within you. The ability to be an unconditionally loving person is blissfulness. The ability to have compassion for people is blissfulness. I have compassion for all those people, but I am not in favor of any person doing things in a way that harms somebody who I recognize can use better friends seeing somebody else who can easily mingle and tingle and laugh with those types of people helps me to know that you are either that blinded or you're just ignoring something that to me is very important because recognizing that you don't have again physically speaking the best interest of a person in mind in a way that leads to other things makes you not such a safe person and so automatically if you're physically unsafe I would say I would not want to make myself nice and friendly and engage with you doesn't matter what level of history we have here's where these things don't take place typically for those of us who are in this enlightenment soul age group so when I think of all of my relationships there's not one person that i would not trust in my uh, physical situations and actually there's only one of my friends who i have doubts about but it's not because they would harm me it's just that they have a specific type of mentality which they've made it very clear time and time again throughout the 20 year i don't even know how many years we've known each other that they're they're a bit of a what's the word they're, they're one of those stereotypical men okay so there's a way that they talk but you know people talk at the end of the day it doesn't mean much however because of the way they consistently um, speak of certain topics I do not actually trust in that sense and in fact one of the moments in my life I'll never forget was you know I actually <laughs> because they said something to me. I don't want to repeat it because it's not nice. But the way they said it and what they said made me know that I would never want to find myself in a position, specific positions with this person. And that's not because they're a mean person, they're a loving person, but they have a mindset that in fact is ancient and old. And I'm sure it has its place in one of those soul age groups. (laughs) But I don't need to worry about it because you know, here's where at the end of the day, we're not going to find ourselves in an apocalypse situation, which is instead where a bunch of people love to go with their brains as they're thinking of their relationships, which is really sad because life doesn't happen this way. Relationships are very easygoing. What I described, for example, is something that makes those who are not in the Enlightenment Soul age group think of a gazillion things. Instead, the basics is that people don't think through who they interact with who they engage with who they talk to with the awareness of what these individuals have basically brought or not brought and what I mean by that is that it's not about ignoring or being mean or uh, because obviously you can't do that if you are a host it's actually me seeing the way that they got sought out Okay, so there's there's a way that you can see a person's seeking to mingle and tingle versus you know okay I have to be nice to you because of course I'm going to be nice to you, and that's where we'll leave that one. But at the end of the day, like I said, uh, all relationships and all people definitely have their their wise, and in this case, this is to me an indication of an individual who's not seeing certain things for themselves it's not good or bad because nothing bad is going to happen it's simply not um, progress necessarily from their soul age group and their vibration which is equal to their own attachment style equal to that implicit memory system equal to their rumination so equal to their highs and lows their, their way of, of dealing with their interpersonal relationships. So, again, it's simply a person, everyday person, who's going to live with the movies show. It's like Dr. Joe Dispenza says God forbid people don't live with drama. But, you know, he's a bit harsh in, in that because people don't choose to live drama. They don't actually realize that their mental prison is not a prison, it's actually those lovely six neurons on our neural cortex, the top two for the here and now, and the bottom two, I think I got it right this time. If I didn't, you invert it, right? And the other two are for our implicit memory system. Now in that implicit memory system, which is in the right brain, we have our attached cry for help, collapse, submit, please appease, fight, flight, freeze, fawn, freeze, pawn. We have our safety behaviors, the trauma responses. So people can actually benefit from somatic, sensory-motor, and experiential approaches. And they can benefit with the integration of holistic practices, so Reiki sessions with mentorship. But here's where there's there's a choice to be made. And it's only if a person chooses by seeing you know what my behaviors don't need me to be expanding they lead me to do the same type of things over and over again but again not in a shame blame fault revenge loop not in let me criticize myself it's in a way of what I'm choosing how I'm choosing who I'm being who's around me all these things what why don't I sit to think about it <laughs> and really it's not about thinking about it but um let me redirect where I was headed with this as well the left brain keeps moving forward with the usual pattern and habit the right brain is only reactive and here's where it's simply if a person gains a bit of awareness that their history will play a role so those protector lenses it begins with a person identifying that their ways their habits they want to just see is this bringing me a well-being feeling or not you'll find that if there's a pattern that is surrounded by a lower level of energy it's not the case and so while others cut people out to me it's not about cutting people out it's actually about becoming aware of the charge states and the lenses and the story and awareness is only a first step because from that it's do i like the one psychiatrist psychologist lady who says she compares being in shame blame fault revenge loops as being in hell which when we look at that map of consciousness it is hell and then people can get to purgatory and in this in between and their body so when i listen to the sociopath the fact that she has feelings but when she's doing all the amazing things she does she feels a lot it's uh, no nothingness she says it's boring inside land that's the word that's because she's not learned to engage in her nervous system with the ventral vagal state which is something and that right brain hemisphere excuse me is also impacted because remember trauma will bring the enlarged amygdala shrunken hippocampus shrunken prefrontal cortex but the same way that one friend of mine went from a healthy brain to a traumatized brain is the same way that a person will be able to reverse and what i mean by that is actually stimulate i believe stimulate the um i don't even know what word to use i'll learn more probably in my interpersonal neurobiology class but there's that way of getting the i'm here now with the history and again just being able to a little bit create that little bit of space so that you can perceive the sensations the charge state you don't have to think of anything it's simply a matter of pausing in one second or as soon as you notice it so i don't believe in cutting any people out of your life in fact they're all a part of your life for a reason but when you're around people that don't have again your well-being in mind There's something that will state to me at least and to any person who's in an enlightenment soul age group if a person has their own well-being in mind and when we see that that's not the case, we understand that that's because we have a hurt person in front of us. So there isn't judgment towards any of these people in my book. They're all beautiful people. The one person that I don't prefer, it's because I feel that they're a bigger threat. I obviously don't know this. It could just be because of their size. It could just be, you know, like that's the part. It's just something that can be affected by the appearance. At the end of the day, neither one of them has ever caused any disruption for the past months that I've been there. But they definitely didn't do their friend any favors, which makes me very sad for their friend who needs a lot of help like a lot of help like serious help they they can just keep living the way they're living that's fine you know like they don't they're just an average movie if you will so but as i want to move away from these examples and also back into our channeled guidance for relationships overall it's again something that every person in their own day to day gets to pick up on or not the enlightenment soul age group will simply always use their uh, ability to try and bring harmony or love or expansion obviously there are certain places that we know we cannot because if there are protector lenses on they're not being seen so the shame blame fault revenge loops are there the the i want to protect myself so whatever you're saying i'm not going to hear it because i'm right you're wrong you know kind of thing that this is where there's no um yeah there's nothing you can do so we we know how to present in general to people certain options for their expansion and we do it because we can tell that they could use more love in their life right more wholeness because love is from within you so practicing that ventral vagal state using your mindfulness brain is what i'm talking about enlightenment and getting in connectedness with akashic Intelligence, you're always connected to kashic intelligence. The difference is you are either not in any way, shape, or form. That's why he says consciously or unconsciously. You're either not in any way, shape, or form aware of how the inner world of you is feeling, or if you have awareness, you're not doing anything about it. And I'm talking right now about the body. And the behavior, the personality is secondary to this. Because that only will come to your visibility if you actually can calm your state of isness so from hyper or hypo to isness right so from charge to I'm here and now and some people have a super ego as my teacher Sue Martin said and that's really challenging now I believe in the power of the mind mindset is everything so any person who comes across any piece of information That is explaining a little bit of neuroscience and neurobiology will be like, okay, I got that. Rhythmic breathing helps because you learn to regulate your nervous system. Being uncomfortable in your body if you feel an overwhelming set of emotions is because there are charged states within you. And that's where you want to note if you have a window of tolerance, you are nowhere near 5DC, let alone in the Enlightenment Soul Age. This is not a race, it's your life if you are not in a place of being able to be in a state of unconditional love with humanity and all, this is not a conceptualized topic. I'm talking from your own body, when you're breathing, when you're sitting, if you cannot feel enamorment, whatever it is that is your safe space, whatever it is that makes your mind smile. Let's say you don't know what it, what it is like to feel because there are people, they don't know this. So. If you actually don't know, this is going to be a good way for you to note that you don't, you don't have that relationship yet. It's not a bad thing and it's not something impossible to cheat. There's many things people don't know about when it comes to this body and it is an intelligence. So before you can even think of this Akashic intelligence, you are going to either learn to tap into your body's intelligence and that's the first step. Anything that has a window of tolerance means that you're not in a complete state of the adult being able to be in the room yet. A complete state of the adult being able to be in the room is similar to that example that I shared with you, I think it was in the previous Twin Flames and Soulmates episode, where as I am being Talk to by uh, caring connection in a very aggressive tone. I get these flashbacks, but I'm able to stand and continue this conversation and achieve peace in this conversation with this person. You know, fast forward this is the beauty of relationships and us being connected to our oversoul pieces. So here's a, a, a kicker that way we get to also smile about these realms because you know it makes me sad always when I think of people who are in hurt and don't realize that there's ways out and it's not that they don't realize it's that there's a whole journey the before I forget the psychiatrist as she says to her patients she says you know getting out of the shame thing it will feel like hell but you have two options either you climb the burning ladder and get out of hell or what's your option you're going to sit here so how about we do this together and let's get out of this hell and another psychoeducator explains how for a person there can be a six to seven months no six to seven years excuse me it's not six or seven sessions is what he says it's like six to seven years before a person can actually be out of things so this is where there's no need to set times but it's like with our relationships we get to know each other thanks to time time That Seneca quote, let me see if I can find it before I move to the story. But that Seneca quote that I didn't get to read to you before, where it's, um, okay, so wherever there's a human being, there's an opportunity for kindness, that one you know about. But there's the one where he says, time is all answers or, uh, hold on, just a couple seconds for me to find it. I have so many notes. Um, can't find it. Okay, so we'll we'll move on while I while I keep on searching for it in my in my notes here for us. There is nope. There's not. It's not there, guys. Time discovers truth, and in relationships, time allows us to get to know each other. And so here's where it doesn't matter whether shame, blame, fault, revenge cycles. Those of us in the Enlightenment Soul Age group are more than happy to walk this path of life with our people. Helping, supporting, trying to lead them out of hell, of course we'll do that, uh, if 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 that's you know the case. And usually they'll be the ones who will present that. For some people instead they settle into their middle ground, you know, and that's where it's not hell for them because they'll say, No, no, this is reality. And that's where those other soul age groups are, plus the 3D, 4D energetic spectrum spaces. So it's not a bad thing. These are not comparisons in a way of good or bad. And I don't actually need to say that to a person who's in the enlightenment soul age group or who's in a 5D self-empowered enlightened state. They would know this intuitively, immediately. They would also know that whatever is for them is what they choose because you get to choose how to navigate your expanding consciousness journey. That's the point. You get to choose how to treat each other. So if you are able to be unemotionally kind to each other, that is definitely not enlightenment. That's all. It doesn't have to be something that you have because it's something that you are. And humanly speaking, it's explainable how in the savannah, you know, people, our lovely species, learn to trust the groups. Judgment over their own, because we would die of hungry, hunger, or we would die of being attacked. So you, you know, this is where they talk about it being wired. So if somebody wants to stay wired, there is an explanation for why they will want to follow their group mentality, why they will feel that that is the right thing, and this is where that's their choice. And the enlightenment soul age person can easily have a conversation with anybody that is living with this mammalian heritage. I have it all the time, all the time got plenty of conversations i could share so that's where those relationships are just as cute as any of them can be as for anything threatening there's not because these threatening things don't take place in when I mean, we're 2022 i mean we're not in the medieval times you know so all these stories horror stories people just need to keep watching their movies um the cute share and uh, this is where some of you are probably having like aha moments like this one besides being connected to akashic intelligence so for all of you that are in the enlightenment soul age group this is where we know our Oversoul pieces so you get a you get a hint of a lot of information when you first start engaging like even just after the one encounter like I'm thinking of this caring connection specifically because there were a bunch of different things that played out and recently there was this other thing that came to my knowing but I had already had a uh, a, I had already had a vision of one of those past lives and I actually got to share with them this one I both two one I was in that another it was only theirs and so what came across my own knowing always in another one of those clarish ways <laughs> was confirmation of something that I find adorable because you know when you figure out the other soul age groups and what their patterns are you will notice where their heart is at and so it's cute because people always do things from their heart no person that i've ever met does not the only difference is um, some of them they have the attachment styles that then lead them to be in different types of patterns that are defined as toxic but they are in spectrums of again it can be seen from a psychoeducator perspective as something normal manipulation gaslighting is not evil it happens there's a bunch of again answers to why a person who has a psychological floor filled of trauma is not going to be able to know why things are happening you know this is very again sad to know this but i'm happy to know that the psychoeducators are enlightening so that people who do have shame blame revenge and fault cycles and loops can know it's okay you're not evil evil does not exist what you have is a type of mental prison it's called rumination you know shame is in those muscle fibers in the nervous system these are charged states you can gain this awareness you can become vulnerable if you do the work you can achieve your state of isness this is possible for all humanity, every single person. And actually, I don't even think that the whole energy thing is, is where it would be something that can't happen. The thing is, every time this sentient energy comes up, people, instead of looking within and their fear, they use the anger, the protectors. And so, you know, again, they're easily swayed because they don't say, I will not hurt you. Some people will speak these words, I'll turn the other cheek. They don't know what that means. It doesn't mean bend over and do what you will with me. It means I will respect what you speak to me and then I will share with you who I am. And then if you respect me, we will grow together. And if you don't, then we probably will not grow together. Uh, And I will also very much listen to my own body's intelligence, which means if you don't feel safe to me, I will not have to share anything with you. I will simply use my intelligence to be Somebody who takes the precautions for my own safety. In fact, I don't need to involve people. Here's the other part. We don't actually uh, think that it's anybody's job to keep us physically, emotionally, mentally safe or secure. It's nobody's job to keep me financially, socially, or again, uh, in any way, nobody. No, it's not a job. This is where this is my job. It's my life, not their life. And so the minute that you are in a specific state, it's not because I wouldn't ask for help. A clear consciously spoken thing nobody is needed necessarily unless you know if I'm dying physically I'll probably look out for help. of course I will I'm not going to you know this is where plug your nose see what happens but other than that it's not expected because why would that be an expectation so here's where again enlightenment soul age group talk okay the 3D, 4D, they're in other soul age groups, and those other soul age groups are in the, oh, no, no, I falter alone, I want, and that's where that mammalian heritage is, the savanna stuff and everything, that the psychoeducators consistently say people will want to be seen, heard, validated, and accepted in their vulnerable places by their loved ones. The Enlightenment soul age group doesn't need this validation or acceptance or being seen or being heard because we are here we don't need that we like sharing life with you two different things so as always these lovely relationships get us to share to the best of our ability our flaws and imperfections and they get to share with us their flaws and imperfections and then we get to keep on smiling together and bringing forth whatever time will allow us to bring forth and as for this story as i conclude this episode the cute thing is that i picked up on this person's Um, pattern if you will and I was confirmed this and we'll see again the only time will reveal to me more of the truth and it's really sweet it's really sweet what's sad is that um, when people do certain things the way they do yeah I mean I'm sure that they'll find what they're looking for but there's uh, so much when you can see the infinite higher human potential of people and so for me at least that's why i say sad. i don't i shouldn't use the word sad but whenever i meet a piece of my oversoul and people in general i can always feel the immenseness of their infinite so i can feel what they're like if they embody the full spectrum of all the soul age groups so getting to the enlightenment soul age group, being able to be in this 5d unconditionally loving neutral in this infinite consciousness realm which doesn't mean you disengage from who you are it's you being able to be a functional adult nuanced forgiving knowing people have trauma knowing that sociopolitical economical things go in very different ways not just knowing sensing ease in your body being able to relate to all people no matter if they're gaslighting manipulating calling you names it doesn't matter what you what you can present to me bunch of situations and you guys already know this out of all the people in my life there's one person I don't really like and I've told you the story and it's because of their offending my lovely mother (laughs) so they're like I don't actually feel bad about that I still would definitely punch them in the face because how dare they speak ill of my lovely mother who gave me life you know so it's something silly but this is where being transparent about it i don't have any issues saying i know there's one person i know why is it childish of course it is because we're one big ball of energy so technically they played a role and still are playing a role and in fact the role they play is that here there you go there's my little spark of lower energy right there i got a person i don't like and that other individual i would l- i'll take them the one person i said i don't feel tr- for exact just just to share with you the truth blunt honesty so i'll take that person no actually i wouldn't you know what i'll take the person i don't like because <laughs> i'm not afraid of them this other individual i actually i i'll be honest physically speaking i would not trust them so i'll take the person i don't like because they I, i'm pretty sure yeah i feel safe with them I just don't like what they what they had to say but this other individual yeah they're they're. it's better to keep them away from me so um, you know again we we want to live life so this is where it's uh, something that we're conscious of the 24 hours is all we have our relationships are blessings and all people I hope one day can be in these States of consciousness with the enlightenment soul age group because really all the other soul age groups are part of this journey, anyways, and the differences they go through in our ages. So, what I've noticed is at least for those of us who are in a 5D body type with self empowerment, enlightenment, and so in this now Shiva Kali and Krishna Leela state of consciousness, it's connected to Akashic intelligence. All of the years of my life I've always matured to become more and more and more of just, it's love, it's love and life, it's the essence of life, which to me equals the essence of love, because love is unconditional, and it's like a child who's always discovering something new, so every day it's a new discovery, because no one day is the same as yesterday, and this is also why we don't feel we ever change, and why we're thankful for all of those relationships, because we always feel the bond that that we share. Like, infinitely. As Rumi says, those of us who love from the heart and soul do not know separation. It's only those who love from their eyes that say goodbye. Have a wonderful day, everyone. Sending you my love.